Welcome back to CFB Mondays, and uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. First 20 minutes, Michigan Ohio State recap. Uh, obviously, w- is is the biggest thing here on here on this podcast right now. I'm a Michigan fan. Got to talk about it, and then we get into a great another great week. Really, it was of college football, and then uh, we get into fourth and ten as usual, game picks as usual. Um, interesting picks this week for the uh, championship games, but uh, we get into we get a lot into the uh, the playoff talk, and we basically become the committee uh in this podcast so stay tuned for that uh it's another great episode and david young carson orvis as usual um let's get into it all right welcome back into the studio for what what is uh about to be probably one of the best episodes of cfb we're, we're back in here we got david and carson uh in the studio as usual what's going on guys I mean, I'm just waiting to hear what you have to say, Tyler. We're feeling That's... great, man. We're feeling great. Uh, excited for this episode, man. I have a feeling it's it's gonna be a happy one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And uh, we're gonna skip the usual the usual start because obviously Penn State killed Michigan State uh, in the Lions Stadium, and then Carson, your team still sucks. Uh, but, <laughs> but we'll see you next year, man. Um, here's what we're gonna start this podcast off, and it's gonna be called uh, receipts. And this is something that, this is a new segment that we're going to start every episode off with if someone feels the need to, okay? So if you guys feel you need to call someone out uh, because your team Neither beats someone. teams are going to prove. I'm just saying, like, this is for next year, dude. Oh, this yeah, is for next, this is for a forever, forever Petty's Pod thing. If you feel the need to call people out because they were disrespecting your team or a player on your team at any point, Feel free to do so at the beginning of episodes. When Malik Murphy wins the Heisman next year, I'm going to bring it up. Okay. And when Jalen Milrow wins the Heisman this year, I'll bring it up. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to start this receipts uh, segment off with 11 receipts that I have today. I went shopping. Um, The first one, I want want you guys' thoughts, too, on each one. So the first one I have is Ryan Day. After the game, uh, just complaining about how his team didn't perform well. Uh, we watched Blake Corum give credit to Ohio State a little bit. Ryan Day comes on in this post game and gives zero credit to Michigan at all and just complains about his team. Uh, so that's receipt number one. Uh, receipt number two is uh, Mr. Paul Feinbaum, a guy that doesn't deserve to be talked about on this podcast, but he will be now. Uh, obviously, uh, he's been so anti-Michigan and pro-Big Ten and NCAA, which is what which is what is the shocking part because he's just an all SEC guy. But Paul Feinbaum doesn't need to be explained. This guy, should, this we're talking about a guy who uh, should be sued for false news and just attacking Jim Harbaugh for something that he knows nothing about. Paul Feinbaum sucks, dude. He looks like he should be uh, sitting on Jeff Dunham's lap right now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could show. Oh yeah, look at that, man. Wow, wow, that looks that's like everyone, everyone listening right now, just search up Jeff Dunham if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and he also looks like my politics teacher. Really? Yeah. Really yeah. Oddly, let me pull. Keep talking. I'll pull up the picture. Uh, I'm just saying this. That's number two. Is Paul Feinbaum, dude? If you guys thought he wasn't going to be on this list, I don't think you guys would be on this podcast. Talking no, about no. But uh, number three is going to be Pat McAfee, and I don't mind Pat McAfee. I, I like him as a hype guy. Does he know what he's talking about all the time? Not really. But he's he gets people hype. He's fun to watch. Whatever. But he's on this list. The car should just pull up his teacher. Yeah, look at that, man. Put glasses on that guy. It's over. <laughs> That's Paul Feinbaum. Dude. But, yeah, Pat McAfee is number three, uh, talking about how he's pro-Michigan, pro-Jim Harbaugh, and then goes and picks Ohio State. Uh, Carson, you like to talk that Pat McAfee's been uh, 
he's been neutral, but he's been leaning towards the pro Michigan side during everything, right? Yeah, kind of. But you can't really tell because you don't. It's hard to tell. But he comes on, and number one, why he was why he's top three on this list is because he uh, did not do his Friday show in Ann Arbor. Did you guys notice that? You know how he, know you know you know how oh yeah I know how he does it I didn't right? know he, he did that. not go to he Ann does Arbor. It every week. he did not right. he, he didn't do it week. he did it in the studio I think I think he did yeah. it in his studio uh, so that's that's number one reason no one was talking about that his Friday morning shows at like eight a.m. before first take always take place at the game day stadium and outside and take on Friday and stuff yeah. on Fridays gets the crowd hype gets people excited for the game he did not do that yeah I didn't I didn't remember that I forgot that yeah. So that's number one reason. Number two reason is why is he picking Ohio State next to Aiden Hutchinson? I don't know. He's oh man. Um, and leading off of Pat McAfee, number four is going to be ESPN as a whole. Uh, I don't know how you allow Game Day to one let uh, Pete Thamel do his. He'll be. We'll talk about him later. Do his interview inside the stadium. Two let Lee Corso pick Ohio State inside of the big house. I don't know how they. Do you understand what is what is Lee Corso supposed to put on his head for Michigan? He put he he usually puts a, just a wing helmet. A, he just puts a helmet on. Like oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. The helmet. Yeah. You're what right. do you mean? Let him pick? Why why wouldn't they let him? Yeah. Pick? Why would they tell him who to pick? Dude, they are you serious? They they know who he's gonna pick. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's still his pick. pick. But they're not gonna say like, no, you can't pick that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That that they should not have done that. Why? Because Why can't he pick Ohio State? Because he just goes in there, he gives no reasoning, and he puts the Buckeye hat on for no reason. Well, yeah, but he picks against a team every week. He has to pick against someone every week. He doesn't always pick against the home team. It does. He has to no, pick against does. somebody. I mean, I, I just thought it was crazy. We took my, actually me and my dad. Shout out, uh, shout also, out how Mr. can you? Be, I understand. But how do you be mad at people for picking who they think is going to win? Even McAfee. What? Well, McAfee's just kind of an idiot, and he just did that to be cool. But like. He's also he also was talking about how Michigan on Monday on a show he was talking about how Michigan would, would, was if, if they're win. telling Lee Corso who to pick it completely ruins college game day and ruins the last forty years of the best tradition in maybe college football television which is his but picks. no but what's crazy it, it made us so mad we actually turned it off after after Aiden Hutchinson we turned off uh, we turned off game day and went went to Fox for the next eleven minutes before the game um, but yeah ESPN as a whole first of all. Uh, they're involved with Paul Feinbaum. Obviously, they're involved with Pat McAfee, so they had to be on this list. And then number five is going to be another ESPN guy, and it's going to be Stephen A. Smith, a guy I like. But uh, I've never seen a guy talk about college football more on his shows than when he's disrespecting Michigan this year. This You guys can back me up here, yeah, right? No, Stephen A. does not talk about college football. No, I know. He is not the guy to talk about college football. And now... Michigan get a scandal, whatever, and now he's all college football all the time. And I don't know what he said about the game today. I'm, I'm interested to see what 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 he did. But uh, yeah, Stephen A. He he was making me mad. And number six is going to be uh, my good my good friend Declan Thornton. Uh, I know you're listening, Declan. Uh, <laughs> met a bet with you junior year when we first beat you guys in 2021. But uh, yeah, we're back three straight, buddy. Don't uh don't text me again, please. Uh, number seven, my good buddy Tyler Baker, another Ohio State fan. Actually, my first Ohio State fan friend, actually, Mr. Tyler Baker. There's your mistake. Well, no, no, see, yeah, I, I love the kid. I love the kid. But, uh, yeah, again, you know, what are we, uh, what are, what are we doing? Please don't uh, make a bet with me again. Um, and then number eight is going to be Pete Thamel. Uh, why? I love that Desmond Howard called him out. Carson, I know you're a big media guy, dude. I want to get your thoughts on this. On, on Desmond Howard calling him out. What did he say? I, didn't, I don't think I said I don't know. You didn't see this, really? No. So Pete, I know Thamel, Pete Thamel's... 
I've I've seen all of his inter or not interviews, but like reports. Did you see this, David Desmond? Howard? You didn't see this, really? So Pete Thamel during game day did an interview about the I don't know what it was about. It was about the game, whatever. Uh, some news thing. He did it inside of the big house, and he usually does it out mm-hmm. outside, like with the game day guys in front of the crowd. But he did it inside this time, and they tried to like sweep it under the carpet. And then Reese Davis was about to go to commercial, and then Desmond Howard was like put your big boy pants on and do it in front of the crowd. No one's going to bite. And then they got into an argument. Like, All it takes is one guy to do something to him, whatever. And Des- Desmond Howard was just talking about, put your big boy pants on, just do it in front of the stadium. Why can't Why can't we just keep it the same and consistent? Like, they thought they thought Michigan was going to protest them. They had a good crowd, actually. Listen, this is what I think. I think I understand why they put him in the stadium. I understand. But I also think it's good that he's getting called out. I think it could yeah. be good because it's a rival. That's what makes rivalries great. Like, I understand why they put him in the stadium, and that's – to be completely honest, that's probably the right decision, but I'm also glad that Desmond Howard called him out because yeah. calling him out um, makes rivalries great. That's what that's what makes the that's what makes Ohio State Michigan the best rivalry in sports. Yeah. So I mean I don't have really a problem with anything that happened in that situation. But no, I see as a Michigan fan why you'd be mad. Yeah. Yeah. And then number nine is gonna be CJ Stroud, just because I know that people Michigan even Michigan fans like to say that he was okay about it when he was asked about the sign stealing, whatever. Um but I hated watching that. I sent it to you guys, and he just kept saying, "Oh, they beat us last year. I'm I'm past that. I'm in the NFL now." But then would throw in the occasional, "Oh, we had thoughts that that was going on." Wait, I'm sorry. Who was this? C.J. Stroud in wow. his interview. Like we, it was weeks ago. But I just hated watching that because every time like he would be like, "Oh, okay, like that's fine to say." He'd be like, "Oh, we had thoughts of that going on when we were playing them," and it's just he clearly he clearly just wants to throw shade at Michigan, whatever. Um, but I, I like C.J. Stroud now in the NFL. I think I think he might be already be the best Ohio State quarterback in the NFL. Oh yeah, yeah. If he, especially if he wins Rookie of the Year. Um, number ten is going to be the city of Columbus. The amount of tweets. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> Jesus Christ! The, this is just the amount of the amount of tweets that came out. I have a reasoning for all these, dude. The amount of tweets that came out there. I, I didn't get Twitter too long ago. You guys know, but the amount of tweets that came out of there talking about Michigan sign stealing and uh, and. Uh, this just this game and people responding to my dad and you know tell, tell, calling my dad an idiot for picking Michigan and all this stuff you know the city of Columbus deserves to uh, be pulled out here in this receipt section and then the one time we talked about uh, the city of Columbus on here I know you guys you guys grilled me when I when I said some uh, some things that I didn't know fully what I was talking about because I was watching a Chelsea game Carson um, but yeah so the city of Columbus is still on this uh, receipt list and then number 11 second to last is uh, LeBron James uh, Wednesday night, talking about how uh, oh we didn't have to steal signs like that team up north. You got, did you see that? Yeah. yeah. With AD, uh, it's just talking, 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 and then uh, you know I was reloading my page all day. LeBron, where were you? Where were you on Saturday, buddy? Uh, he was pulling up his uh, wide receiver list for National Wide Receiver Day. Huh? Did you know the National Tight End Day thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He probably put Marvin Harrison on there, right? Yeah. But you know, uh, Chase stood. Yeah. <laughs> So he did have a game on Saturday. Huh? LeBron had a game on Saturday. So he could tweet or post anything. I guarantee you, there would have been something if Ohio State won, dude. Stop it. No, probably. But you said where was he? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know where he was, but uh, where was he? In the social media world, where was he? (laughs) And then uh, twelve and thirteen is going to be David Young and Carson Orvis, Uh, especially you, David, because you said to me twenty-four hours before the podcast that you were going to pick Michigan, and then somehow switched it. Yep. I don't know how that's possible. And then Carson, I don't even know why you picked Ohio State, but you guys are on this list. Uh, for sure. Right. For sure. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're about 10 minutes in. 
Uh, let's uh, let's move on to some game review. I just want to get your guys' overall thoughts on the game, though. Okay. We're done with receipts, by the way. That was good. I oh, that was good. I I can't, I'm excited for this next year. Yeah, I had 13 or receipts. Or going for whatever. Every, in every sport, too, we can do this. But yeah. college football. Comment, sports, comment uh, when we post on Instagram, whatever, if, uh, if I miss anyone. Yeah. Oh. oh, there will be zero comments. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. I think you. That's I think your twelve, thirteen, twelve person list covered it. Um, my thoughts the on the game. Michigan First has. of all, I want to give a lot of credit to Michigan and especially JJ McCarthy because he stepped up. He stepped up. Um, the last two weeks, they didn't make him throw the ball a lot. I wasn't sure if he'd be ready to um, make big throws, and he did. Um, that throw to Roman Wilson on the controversial touchdown interception. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Was I it's still a great throw. But what the? No, no, no. I'm not talking about the controversy. I'm talking about why I forget who it was in Ohio State. Why is he turning his back? Denzel I feel like Burke? I could have picked. No, no. Denzel Burke was one on one with Wilson. There was a there was a safety. I think might have been Styles. I forget. It was 25, number 25. I don't know why he turned his back. I feel like I I feel like David Young probably could have picked that off. But um, yeah. Um, no. I think JJ was good. He was making good throws to Colson Loveland. Loveland had a big game. Um, just credit to Michigan though. Sharon Moore called a really solid game. I thought. Both play callers were great. Um, I thought Sean Moore. I thought all four play callers, offense and defense, um, with Minter on the def- Minter and Jim Knowles as defensive coordinators. Those are four elite college football coordinators, and both the offensive guys, I think, um, won their battles. And I credit to Sean Moore and Ryan Day for that. Um, Sean Moore is continuing to be impressive. I don't know why Texas A&M did not fully 100% go after him um, in their coaching hiring, but no. And I think Michigan's really dangerous now with Harbaugh back. I think Michigan and Georgia are now 1A, 1B. I haven't said that for a few weeks, but I truly do. Michigan deserves all the credit in the world. Um, offensive line, defensive line is really good. And then for Ohio State, um, obviously I picked Ohio State. The defense for them was disappointing. The Ohio State fan, Later, For the last time on Petty's Spot. Thank you, because did you hear all the credit I gave Michigan? I called him yeah. 1A, 1B. I heard it, but I also heard you pick Ohio State. That's also true, and I own that. But, no, the defense for Ohio State was not what I expected, especially in the second half. They just couldn't get a stop. Um, so that just that that was a little disappointing as someone who picked Ohio State to win. But, again, that was a lot more credit to Michigan's offensive line and Sharon Moore. But I think going offensively, I think Ryan Day, again, coached a really, really good game. Again, I understand this was – a lot of people said he's Ryan Day's coaching for his job. I just don't think you can fire him after this game. Um, I get the context. He's lost three times to Michigan. He lost to Sharon Moore. But I thought he called a really good offensive game. I think his quarterback completely stinks. The Honda McCord shout-out. Um, <laughs> I'm on board. Shout-out shout out Mother Petty for hoping the Honda McCord would crash and burn, and, and sure as heck it did, um, just as I – just as I pointed out about a month ago, I thought he was going to be better, but turns out he is still a Honda McCord. Um, so he, he completely lost the game for Ohio State. Um, otherwise, I mean, but no, I, I just want, Ohio State really, I just want to talk about Ryan Day because I just don't think, um, I talked to Mike, uh, maybe you Where's missed he, him you said he would call. Him. You said you would, you would call him live on the podcast. You didn't, he said no because we didn't invite him in for the Penn State one. So, but um, anyway. I don't think, like he said, he said, no, I don't want Ryan Day fired because I don't know who can come in and do a better job. I, honestly, I, I probably agree with that. I don't know who can come in and recruit better than Ohio State's recruiting right now and call offense as good as Ohio State, as good as Ryan Day is doing right now. So I just want to say that, again, he lost the game. He definitely deserves um, some heat for that, especially from Buckeye Nation. But I, I'm just saying I wouldn't fire him over this game. But, yeah, I mean, tons of credit to Michigan, though, and I'm excited to see them play 
I, I hope we get Michigan, Oregon, and then Michigan, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, those would be. I mean, I hope. I understand you don't want Oregon in the first round as a Michigan fan. Mm-hmm. You'd rather have FSU I, or Texas. I, I, I don't mind who we play in the first. You'd round. rather have FSU or Texas. Yeah. Oh, Oregon. oh, who would I rather? So, have? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So, but if we get Michigan, Oregon, I think that'd be a great game. But yeah. Yeah. David. Um, the reason I picked Ohio State is because I thought their D line would be able to uh, get some sort of pressure. But Michigan's offensive line—that's what I want to talk about—was just unbelievable. I mean, allowing one sack, and that was on a seven-man blitz where none of the receivers got separation. So that's not even really on the offensive line. I think Ladarius Henderson is the best offensive lineman in the country. Um, unfortunate for Zach Zinter, too, man. Yeah, that yeah, was... very unfortunate. But that's the first time I've put someone above Olu Fashano all year in the offensive lineman rank. Because I really think Ladarius Henderson is that good. And, I mean, you saw it on the run blocks. You saw it on the pass blocks. They're, the offensive line was unbelievable for Michigan. Um, and I think that ended up being the difference in the game was, was really the, the defensive line play from – or, excuse me, the offensive line play from Michigan. Yeah, because that also allowed that also allowed what Carson was talking about—no mistakes from JJ. Yeah, exactly. You get good protection about against one of the best D lines in the country. It takes a lot of pressure off a guy. Yeah. All right. And then also, you know, we talk about the run game as well. They they don't win the run game. They don't win the run battle with Ohio State without that offensive line. Yeah. And I and I and I'm fully convinced that JT Tuimolao is one of the most overrated players in college football. Really? Dude, he's he's so inconsistent, so inconsistent. His his um he makes a bunch of splash plays, big sacks, strip sacks, whatever. Yeah, but the the, the consistency Yeah, yeah, I know I understand. But the consistency's not there is pressure, just the amount of pressure he gets per game, the impact he makes over a course of sixty minutes just just doesn't get the job done for me. But no, I agree with you about Michigan's um offensive line. Um Michigan's D line was also all Michigan's D line stopped the run too. Um, yeah, I was I was kind of expecting Travion to break one eventually, but he just never did. So no, I said before the game of my dad, I said if Travion Henderson is taken out of this game and we let Marv beat us, we're gonna win the game. If we get in a position where they have to go to Marv to win the game, which we actually were, I said to you, David, I think I think we lose if we don't get a pick. If we don't turn them over in that last shot, I think they they were marching down the field with 34 seconds left um, inside our territory at that point. I think we lose yeah. the game if we don't get that pick. But if we got to a point where Marvin Harrison was going to have to win them that game, I think we were we, we were in a good position, and we and we got to that position as well. So I don't know. I think uh, where would you guys rank the the last three Michigan wins against Ohio State? What would you rank them in terms of meaning, in terms of you know implications, stuff like that? David, um, I would go last year, this year, twenty twenty one. Last year first, or yeah. last year last? Last year first. Why? Um. In the big or in the horseshoe, just to, to come out and beat him by twenty, I think. Yeah. And this was and it was against a much better Ohio State. Team. Oh yeah. Just to come out and destroy him, I think that was their best win. Um, in terms of meaning, this one's won, but in terms of everything, I think it goes last year first, this year second, and then twenty twenty one was just huge because it ended the streak. But um, overall, I think they beat the best Ohio State team last year, and I think they did it in the horseshoe uh, by twenty. Yeah, that's fair. I'd say I'd say this year because I think this solidifies Michigan as the kings of the Big Ten. Again, I know they won the last two years and they were the better team each of the last two years, but over the last ten years, Ohio State dominated. But this year, in the midst of the scandal, in the in a game two against three, undefeated, undefeated again, same as last year, but just with the sign stealing and the amount of emotion on both sides, like Michigan had this insane emotion because of Harbaugh, and Ohio State had this insane amount of motivation because of the two losses, and. It showed on Sunday in a great physical game, and Michigan, despite Harbaugh being out and with both teams so focused, um, with 
great coordinators, like I said. Obviously, two elite teams, personnel top to bottom, and Michigan won. Um, Michigan won. They're the tougher and just the better team. So I think this now solidifies them as the um, kings of the Big Ten and definitely was the best of the last three. And then I'd say probably last year's second just because of the domination on the road. Yeah, I think the domination factor comes in, but I think that 2021 was the most like relieving and fun to watch because that Michigan team was so good with Hutchinson and them on defense. Um, and to see us come go to a Big Ten championship in that year, in that year, but I think this year is the most needed. Yeah, and then last year, obviously, last year was was huge, obviously, just because of the way we handled that. But this year was the most needed win of the last three, I think. I mean, you kind of needed last year to prove it wasn't a fluke, right? But no, I mean, there, I mean, it's it's Michigan, Ohio State. You need every single one. Yeah, yeah. But I, hey, um, I appreciate you guys uh, sitting through the Michigan talk for twenty minutes. Um, but we can get into the uh, the college football weekend. Obviously, we're all tuned into that as well. It wasn't just what it wasn't, an insane weekend. It, oh, it's a great day and weekend and week of college football. And I want to get into the set. We haven't done game review in a while, dude. It's kind of throwing me off a little bit. Let's let's get into Alabama Auburn though. Uh, Carson, one of the greatest post game videos of all time. Right? <laughs> Jalen Milrow wanting that Heisman. No, that was a great game. I mean. I was a, I had my tweet ready before the Alabama play, um, assuming Alabama was going to lose, mm-hmm. about how Hugh Freeze might have saved his job. Yeah. And I think Jalen Milrow just <laughs> threw Hugh Freeze's. He might be back next year, but, I mean, he's clearly not the guy there. Um, Auburn has no momentum as a program, but they played very hard. And Alabama, <laughs> Alabama's going to get throttled by Georgia, man. Like, I get it's the Iron Bowl, and it's going to be a close game, but they just... I know I love Jalen Milrow, but this year he's not ready. He's just not ready to win the SEC this year, and they're just not as good on the outside. They're not great. Jermaine Burton's not a guy you can completely rely on. They just they don't have much. They can't really do much in the passing game when it's not a blown coverage. I mean, when they, unless their speed completely beats the defense, they can't do much. But I mean, it's still a fun game, a great game, one of the craziest final plays I've ever witnessed. Well, yeah, I think Jermaine Burton, that, that point is proven because he had four receptions for 170 yeah, I mean, Exactly, yeah. David, any thoughts on the um, Iron Bowl? Peyton Thorne went five for 16. He was, a, he, won this game by he, he was embarrassing, dude. The, he went five He's always for embarrassing. 16, and Alabama won by three. They're going to yeah. get murdered by Georgia. Um, Auburn's last two games are a 30, or a 30, yeah, 21-point home loss to New Mexico State and then a three-point home loss to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, that's insane, and... That was really bad. Uh, I think it proves the point. Milrow's not the guy this year, at least. Um, or at least, I, I think I think it goes back to what you said on, on one of the first episodes, Carson, of he should have been the starter all offseason. No, that's exactly. He if he was the starter from the beginning of training camp, it would be a completely different team, dude. Yeah, he'll be he'll be back next year, and, and Saban will have a whole offseason. It'll be a lot better. To, to prep having this type of quarterback, they're going to be a lot better, but... He's not the guy this year. George is going to dominate this game. And, yeah, that's pretty much all. I don't know. I think Jalen Milrow had a good game, man. He was 16 for 24, 260. No, he's good. He's good. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is he always has good statistical games, but, I mean, he makes throws that just throw you off a little bit. And the the problem for me is he doesn't make – he doesn't throw guys open. He doesn't make tight window throws. And you can't be – you have no chance against Georgia if you can't make – if you can't just make throws that the defender has no way of stopping. Well, he, he himself is going to have to rush for over 100 yards oh, against Georgia if they want to win. Um, no, I think, I don't know, this was this was one of those games where I watched Alabama start to finish. It was just kind of like, 
pull away at some point. You know, beat the be the mm-hmm. better team and show us why that why why you're a college football contender, why you're why you're an SEC contender. But unfortunately, the uh, streak of me picking Georgia on this podcast might be uh, me picking against Georgia might be over. You know, in a, in a couple minutes. Um, what game do you guys want to go to next? There's there's a number there's a number of games to pick from. You guys want to go Florida State, Florida? Yeah. I don't know if there's time. But let's do Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Washington game was a great game, and I tweet like I'm glad you said that. Like I want them to pull away. I I tweeted this during the Alabama game and the Washington game and the Oklahoma State game. It's like why on rivalry weekend can't these favorites just pull away? Yeah. Because them losing Washington and Alabama losing kind of puts a stain on conference championships. Obviously, we love close rivalry games, but it's also a little bit annoying when Alabama's playing close and Washington's playing close. But I will say. Again, they're not against Washington. Has been a little disappointing since Oregon, but they find a way to win. It's it's kind of not really a trait you see in college very much. It's a lot of credit to Kalen DeBoer, but they just find a way to win. And Michael Penix is obviously very clutch. Odunze's elite. They're going to need to have play their A plus plus game um, in Vegas to beat Oregon. And I will say, I do think it's an. I think this nine and a half point spread for Oregon is way too high. That's what I was and I think that I think the fact that. Washington, since the Oregon game, has been playing in rain, cold, Pacific Northwest. They're going to play indoors um, at Allegiant Stadium with this potent offense. I think it's going to be a completely different Washington offense. I, they've, they've kind of struggled to throw the ball. like they, they played in that terrible weather against Oregon State. Again, they were still disappointing in those games. But I, think, I truly think being indoors, not in the freezing cold Pacific Northwest in the rain, is going to make a big difference for this offense. I think it's going to be a fun championship game, but... I was a little disappointed with Washington. I did think it was going to be a closer game than the 14.5-point spread just because Cam Ward is very good. I mean, 317 yards, three touchdowns with a beautiful touchdown to end the half. Um, but I also want to say Washington's defense has gotten better. Braylon Trice has been playing really well recently. Didn't start off so hot, David. You mentioned that earlier this yeah, year, but he's yeah. been terrific started recently. Started off really slow. He was, just, he, was get, he was able to get pressures early in the year, just wasn't able to capitalize on him, and now he's been capitalizing on him. Um, one thing, and I'll talk a little bit more about this uh, during 4th and 10. The main concern I have for Washington is their secondary. Yeah. I think they just, I mean, it's not, they aren't getting beat over the top, really. I mean, longest pass they allowed was 37 yards. It's not that they're getting beat over the top. It's that Washington State was con- consistently able to get the second and eights consistently able to get the third and six yeah and that's a that's a big concern that underneath i don't think washington has good coverage linebackers and i think that washington state knew that going in and they knew that the safeties are not uh also great in coverage washington has two tackling safeties so over like over the middle of the field was pretty open and cam Ward definitely took advantage of that and if you're t- playing a team like oregon and even if you win that you play a team like michigan in the playoff that's where they attack you is right in the middle of the field. So I think that's a big concern for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think I, – I don't know. I kind of – I'm on the side where I think if when, when top teams go into a rivalry matchups against a way lesser opponent, I like I like when they struggle and find a way to win, like you were saying. They do yeah. find a way to win. They did find a way to win against Oregon too. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, last week we came on this podcast and said that we're not convinced that this is that that Oregon Washington game is going to be such a big blowout. I don't know. I don't know how you guys stand on it this time, but I'm I'm in the same spot. I think that that's going to be a really close game. I think that this game shows it's going to be closer than uh, than the other side of, of Oregon mm-hmm. blowing Washington out. And I think what is it, David? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. That's a wild spread. Yeah, that's a lot. 
for a top six matchup. Yeah. I don't care how how much better. Yeah, well, it's the lower ranked team that's favored by nine and a half. Right, exactly. And and, and watch, it's not like watching them any like key injuries and stuff. Their star players are playing. I, I literally I saw that spread and I looked up to see if I missed that Michael Penix wasn't playing. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. I, like yeah, you would think weird. someone's injured. Um, but I don't know. I think that 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 could probably. I give happen. one yeah. one game preview, and you yeah. guys are gonna get preview? it. You're gonna or, or pro, pros or just can I just give you throw some stats about a game. Is it the Arizona State? I hope no. I know what game it is. No, though. and you're going to get mad about this. But this Why? is not because of bias. The Iowa State Ooh. game this week. How about those Cyclones? The Iowa State Cyclones. I technically oh, yeah, that was a great team. game, dude. The snow game. The snow game. The snow Mageddon. Um, Why am Iowa I getting State, mad about well, this? Well, no, dude. because you, I thought you'd get mad. I was going to talk about Iowa State. Yeah, Carson, the Ohio State fan. Iowa. Iowa State. Iowa State, technically my second team. But Iowa State this week won 42-35 in a blizzard. Iowa State ran two plays from Kansas State side of the field. <laughs> two plays past the 50 and scored 42 points. The touchdowns were 82 yards, 33 yards, 60, 79, 77, and 71. Wow. In snow. Um, the time of possession was... S- Iowa State had the ball for 17 minutes and scored 42 points in one. That's crazy. 102 plays to 35. Yeah. The quarter, Rocco That's Becht wild. averaged 19 yards per attempt... Abu Sama averaged 17 yards per attempt, and Jalen Noll averaged 53 yards per reception. So just one of the more crazy uh, college football games. In, in, wild stats. In a downpour of stuff. Yeah, it, it's yeah. wild. but Good good call out there. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. call. I like yeah. it. It's like just it. wild stats. When you That's, said stats, I was like, I hope he's going to talk about that. That's why we love college football. But let's let's get into what everyone's waiting for, though, man. The, the second, or third to last, fourth and ten, been the main... Well, because we have this week, yeah, and then we have next week, and then we have postseason. Yeah, postseason. postseason. Um, so yeah, third to last, fourth and ten year, everyone's favorite segment. Uh, David, David, take it, take it away, going into a championship weekend, man. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I mentioned uh, that I like to uh, highlight a couple teams that aren't that aren't in my top ten, but I'll talk about them. And my twenty-two ranked team is SMU, ten and two, only two losses are Big Twelve teams. They've looked great this year. Preston Stone's got them got them rolling offensively right now. And then Toledo, man, 11, finishes the year 11-1. and one. They've got 10-2 and two, Miami of Ohio in the MAC championship. That's going to be a great game. Big I'm game against gonna, Penn State coming definitely up. Definitely going to keep my eye on that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll play, we'll play Tulane. Uh, something dumb. But into the top 10. Now, uh, at 10, I've got Missouri. Uh, Missouri came in and destroyed Arkansas. On their home turf, pretty much closed the window on the Sam Pittman era in Fayetteville. Uh, Missouri's great; they had an incredible season. And honestly, what I noticed this weekend is I wish we could have got the LSU matchup later in the season. Because yeah. I think with both with with current Missouri and current LSU, I think that'd be an still a great game. game. Yeah. It was a great game already. I think it'd be even better. Uh, number nine, Penn State. As I mentioned earlier, um, Penn State I think played their best game of the season on Saturday, and so let. Let's talk about this real quick. Nick Singleton, Kayshawn Allen, Amari Evans, and Theo Johnson all had more total yards than Michigan State. Jeez, um, oh, dude. Amari Evans did that wow. in one play, and Nick Singleton had a play that was the exact amount of yards that Michigan State had. Um, Penn State outgained them 586-53. to 53. All of us at this table had 35 more rushing yards than Michigan State in this game. Let's go, dude. So yeah, everything seems us. to be clicking after letting Yurchich go. Wait, is that, co- is that combined or individually? Um, Individually. Oh, nice, wow. Nice 35 <laughs> yards. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I still think Penn State's a contender next season if they bring everyone back. Manny Diaz has to come back for Penn State to be a contender next year. But, yeah, this was, this was a good way to end the season. Hopefully we just don't get stuck in the Cotton Bowl. Um, number eight is Florida State. This team's just going to go nowhere in the playoff, and we all kind of know it, unfortunately. Every, I, everyone's a Louisville fan this week. It sucks, yep. I wish. And I actually said that. I said every uh, – I wrote that down. I said every every football fan who wants the four best teams in the country to make the playoffs should be cheering for Louisville on Saturday. And Oklahoma State. Yeah. <clears throat> so, then at number seven, Alabama. Um, I mean, we talked about it already, but a, a fourth and 31 Hail Mary should not be the reason you beat Auburn. Even yeah. It's a great play. It shouldn't have even been in that scenario, though. So – uh, number six, we've got Ohio State. Um, you know, sometimes you hear the phrase championship-level quarterback when you hear an analyst talking about a player. Um, NFL, you know, you usually hear it about Patrick Mahomes, maybe Jalen Hurts. Kyle uh, McCord, let's just say, is not a championship-level quarterback. What does he rank in the 130 teams? Uh, like, pretty <laughs> close to the bottom. Okay. Um, like, like, I don't even think he's right a bowling-level quarterback. Right, yeah. He is terrible. Um, the rumors of Marvin Harrison returning should not become anything factual because of how bad comic court is i i really i want I'm, i want after a uh, fourth and ten i want to hear your guys thoughts on what i'm about to say but i think um ohio state with jj mccarthy would be better than michigan with jj mccarthy but they just had a, they just have a joke at quarterback completely michigan took, agree michigan took complete advantage of that so absolute credit to them i mean the defense oh, that's not a was, that's not a bash on was it, fantastic. So um but i just think it was so it was just so hard to watch Kyle McCord, like, drop back, and just, he's terrible. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think, honestly, it would be better with Jason McCarthy than Michigan. And, um, unfortunately, they have, like, you know, your dad when he's playing all-time QB. Yeah. That's who yeah. they have. <laughs> that's wow. Six wow. beers. Do you come up with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, that's, man. I love that's, that. That's your dad, you know, after uh, after Penn State just lost at home. And Marvin America. Harrison's like the 11-year-old cousin going against 7-year-olds. You know? But he <laughs> yeah. just can't find yeah. him, dude. He just, yeah, he's Marvin. trying to be fair. <laughs> That's that's that was my dad twenty twenty after we lost at home to a uh, Maryland that all time QB <laughs> where he just throwing the ball too deep because he's mad yeah yeah that's that's what Kyle wow. is when he plays when he plays wow. QB uh, number five I've got Texas uh, this week was nothing short of a great win uh, and here's all I'm gonna say all I'm gonna say Texas te- Texas and Oregon now have a common opponent Texas beat that team by fifty Oregon beat them by eight. That's an interesting number. That's an interesting number. So if Texas wins out and so does Oregon, Texas will probably be ahead of Oregon. Because I don't think of how so. much the committee I think I think they should be after how much they're if if you really are valuing common opponents, then Okay, if that's you're that's telling me you're telling me, David, the committee already has Oregon ahead of Texas. Right now. Well yeah, but um, And if you're and if Oregon beats the number four team and no, Texas no, no. beats I, the number 27 yeah. team. They're really going to put te- 27, 20 something team. They're really going to put Texas 19. above a uh, 19. They're going to put Texas above I don't Oregon. Know, but I mean, it, it's just an interesting thing that they now have a common opponent. So now the committee and the only loss that. Oregon would have had, they've beat that. They're lost. Yeah, so they would have avenged that loss, and and that sucks for Texas actually because if I think if Oklahoma State would have lost, Oklahoma, I know Oklahoma. Oklahoma would've oh, would've it would have been a way better for Texas if they so, got to yeah, play Oklahoma. So they were definitely cheering for. For uh, BYU is who Oklahoma State plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, number four, we've got Washington. Uh, I mean, we've already talked about it. Struggles continued for for Penix and Washington this weekend. Uh, every close rivalry game, you really have to take it the grain of salt because usually the underdog is going to play with a fire. But this game should not be uh, this close. Like I said, the secondary is a, is a big concern for me. 
then we get into the top three. Number three, we have Oregon. Oregon, I mean, just absolutely steamrolled Oregon State. This team's really good. Bo Nix has become a poised pocket passer who, who can make things happen out of structure as opposed to the purely out-of-structure quarterback that he used to be. His feet are a lot calmer. Um, he's, he's making reads and then leaving the pocket as opposed to his first read's not there, so he scrambles. So I think, I think his maturity is a big reason why Oregon is at the spot they are. We get into the top two now, and uh, this is this obviously what everyone was, was very interested in. Um, unfortunately for anyone that wanted to change up, I, st I still have Michigan at two. Uh, we cover this game a lot, and all, all I can really say is, I mean, incredible win for Michigan. It still feels like Michigan even has more potential than they've shown on the field so far. I feel like we haven't seen Michigan's best game yet, which is, which is a definitely scary sight. For, I think you get it this weekend. For everyone in college football, yeah. Um, I think I speak for everyone. Actually, maybe not you, Tyler. I don't know. But when I say, I mean, I'm rooting hard for a Georgia-Michigan national championship game. Oh, yeah, I am, uh, too. I'm dude. assuming you wouldn't mind if, if, if Georgia loses. Oh, I'd love so. a Georgia. Dude, obviously. <laughs> but no, no. I, no, I think I've been throwing been... away two best teams. It reminds me of a couple years ago in college basketball when uh, Gonzaga and Baylor were the two best teams Ooh, by far. Nice. And both played in the national championship. It was a great game. So that's what I'm Baylor going for. Well, if the thing is, yeah. can we find Luke Baylor? So yeah. that was a great Yeah, game. I actually was too. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Mrs. Young, man. I beat you. Uh, I don't know why I just called Bracket you challenge. Mrs. Young. Bracket <laughs> challenge. That's what Baylor had, to, Baylor had to win for me to win, and that they did. So. Well, well, we've been waiting for that too, dude. I mean, like, 2021, we lost to them. We got we got absolutely destroyed. Yeah, but that, I mean, that was a really good Georgia team. Last, this is like an all right. Last, right. Last year, same thing as this year, dude. Those Michigan and uh, and them were the two best teams in the country, and everyone wanted that last year. Unfortunately, JJ McCarthy was immature. Yeah, and we lost terrible. this year. JJ McCarthy is mature, and I think that you see the best version of Michigan this weekend because uh, Jim Harb just because Jim Harbaugh is back, and they want the Big Ten to hand him that trophy. I think so too, but I don't know. I could see like Michigan just not really trying this weekend. Oh, but I still I, yeah, and 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 they do what you think too to. against against Maryland. They may, maybe they struggle for a half maybe and, yeah. and, and hide some things and, and I think Michigan could play, play. I think Michigan could play the worst game we've seen Michigan play in five years and they wouldn't lose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not, I agree. No, 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 I'm not talking about Iowa being a like trap game or whatever. I'm, I'm not concerned about Iowa at all. Yeah. Um, and no, no Michigan fan is. I don't think you guys um, score a touchdown. The game's over. Legitimately, the game is over. It's unfortunate, and, and, and you heard me and Combo talking about it in JMC, dude. It's unfortunate that Cade McNamara and Eric All's dream uh, for them preseason. It's, it's better for them that they're not playing. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. But no, they said preseason, oh, I want to play Michigan in the big two, yeah. two, two, two uh, all this stuff. Um, but no, as for as for Michigan and Georgia, dude, as for fourth and ten, I'm, I'm fine with Michigan and two. I have no problem with that. Yeah, Georgia, um, Georgia right say, now is the best. Uh, yeah, I just want to say one thing with the Georgia thing. Obviously, shaky game against Georgia Tech. So there's three takeaways from this, and one, and this is by far the most important one. That that's really bad. That yeah. game should not have been close. But two, this isn't your run of the mill, just awful Georgia Tech team. Hayes yeah. King at quarterback has been all right. They're bowl eligible. They're go they're six and six. They're they're all right. This it honestly reminds me a lot of. I mean, you just mentioned it, the Maryland Michigan game. I think this was this was Georgia's version. Yeah, exactly. Of the Maryland Michigan game. Sure. No, it's not um, a big deal. But and then three your best player or the best player in college football didn't play, so that's a that's another. I mean that the diff the, the difference in their offense with yeah exactly on the field versus off is is clear. Let's talk about the second best but, tight so, end in the country, second best player in the field against Ohio State, Colston Loveland, man. He no, was can the I go best, now? He yeah, was the second best player in the field, dude. Please can you go? Okay. No, he wasn't. 
David, can you remind me the criteria for fourth and ten? Okay, so it's uh, what I saw last week, what I saw during the season, mm-hmm. and overall talent on the field. Mm-hmm. That sounds a lot to me like Ohio State should be ahead of Texas and Washington. Yeah, but I just really, I don't know. I think if you play right now, I think Washington wins, and I think you Texas. You think Washington would beat Ohio State? Yeah. Really? Do you want Ohio State in the playoff is my question. If you want the four best teams, do you want Ohio State in the playoff? No, I think if I want the four best teams, I would have the four teams I just said. Wow. Wow. I think Ohio State's the fourth best team. I genuinely think Ohio State. The only reason I understand I, I McCord, don't want I don't want Ohio State in the playoffs because they don't I don't think they deserve any more publicity. Obviously, as a Michigan fan, but the, yeah, I, put that I, out of put that aside. I no I said I texted you. Yeah, no, yeah. Last year I did want Ohio State in the playoff because I did think they were. You know, I thought CJ Stroud. I thought CJ Stroud would do exactly what CJ Stroud did, I did against Georgia. Georgia. I mean, I they think should have won that game if if Noah Ruggles wasn't awful. I think I think Ohio State got played a really close game against an elite team, obviously on the road. And again, I, I know Roman Wilson was saying how they're not tough. I think Ohio State is a physical team this year, more physical than in the years past. They just got beat by maybe the most physical team in college football. No, no, I do um, agree. I think I think Washington Ohio State would be a great game, but I do think that it, it boils down to and when I see teams play, I look who has the who has the and this is kind of a simple way to look at it, and it's not true every time, but usually. On a neutral field where where the teams are pretty even. I mean, I think they're on the same tier. I think you look at a team who has the better quarterback and the better head coach. And I think both of that is Washington. I th- I I probably agree. I don't think the head coach is that much of a difference. I but I think difference. I think Ohio State. Again, I I just said I was disappointed in Ohio State's defense. I just think still think it's an elite defense. I truly think if Michigan played Washington, Michigan would throttle Washington. I think they'd beat up on Texas. I think Ohio State would beat Michigan, Washington, and Texas close. Just I think if you had, a, I think if Quinn Ewers wasn't impatient and selfish, that Ohio State would win the national championship this year if they had Quinn Ewers. Yeah, game. maybe. Yeah, but it's just, it's just. Um, right now, I think again, I know I say it a lot. It's kind of a cop out, but I mean, really, any way you order those three, I think that has to be the top six. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, yeah. I just think I think Ohio State is one of the best, one of the best four teams, and I, I think. Including what you said about what they did last week, I think their performance last week was still in a loss was still good enough to warrant. I just want to, I just want to say, dude, I love that you put them at six, dude. I love, I love I that. But you, but you still agree with me, a... kind of. huh? You still kind of agree with me. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you put your bias aside, yeah. But they don't deserve any more publicity. They they don't deserve to be in the playoff. I no. I think the most fun playlist for me, or I just said playlist, playlist dude. Playlist. Jesus Christ, playoff. Uh, no Ohio State. I think I think the most fun would be Washington. Uh, God, I don't know. The most fun. I don't like, dude. I hate I hate Texas. You guys know how much. The I The most hate Texas. fun would be Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Ohio State. See, I disagree. I think it'd be. I think, it'd be I think Georgia would kill Ohio State, dude. I, I think, think Georgia would kill Texas and Washington too. I think Washington. Yeah, no, that, the force dude, let's be honest, the four spot does not matter. Yeah. It does not I don't matter. know. I think Ohio, I think Ohio State could play Like maybe Oregon plays Michigan well, maybe Washington plays Michigan well as well. But no team outside of those two and Ohio State and Texas and them, no none of those teams play Georgia well in that. Here's the thing with Washington, going finding a way to win like against like goes only so far until you play Ohio State. Or that's what I'm saying. I think Michigan. Any of those teams outside of uh, David's top three get killed by Georgia. I think so too, but I, I don't know. I think Washington has the ability to score with Georgia. I don't think Ohio State does. Yeah, that, yeah. I, 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 and, and it's kind of a simple. I think Washington. Thirty-eight I think, I think seventeen. 
think Ohio State's D offense. What do you think Texas would do against Georgia? Sixty nothing, dude. What do you think Washington would do against Texas? Uh, against Georgia? I'm arguing that no one cares who's in the fourth. I know, but wa- or, oh, who would you put fourth though? Who would I put fourth? Yes, like right now. Like like the most fun playoff. Like would you com- have the most competitive game? Well, am I talking most competitive game? Yeah, like the most fun. That's, uh, isn't that what we're Georgia, Ohio State Georgia okay. would probably. That's be what I. I think. That's I what think I'm saying. Ohio yeah. State's offensive. Weakness is a bigger weakness than Washington has on either side of the ball, and th- than Texas has on either side of the ball. I mean, we'll see. Ohio State's going to play one of these teams. I the think their game. defense is better than uh, either team has on either side of the ball. Here's I the thing: Ohio State is a better or a bigger weakness. Where if you're if you're Washington and against Ohio State, you scored. I think Ohio players. State's offense would be a completely different beast against teams other than Michigan and Georgia because Travion Henderson can get going against Washington. And when Travion Henderson we gets going, Kyle McCord gets a like, lot better. Against Penn State, they dropped 20. And, I mean, obviously there was no Travion was Henderson, out. But then, I mean, did he play against Wisconsin? I think he did, right? He played against Wisconsin. He got going and they scored 24 points. No, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think I agree. I think none of those three teams could beat Georgia. But I think I think I'd, 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 I'd trust... If, if, if Ohio State played Washington, I think Ohio State would beat them because I think, I, again, like you said, I don't trust Washington in third and medium. Like, I, I think Marvin Harrison would have a huge game, obviously. I mean, he's Marvin Harrison. I think, I don't know. I think you, if Marvin you Harrison get, had four catches against Michigan. Or five catches. Yeah, he, he didn't have a huge yeah, game, I mean, he but he had, he had a few big plays. Like, his plays that. were big plays. But, yeah. no, I think, I think if you – no, I agree. I mean, Ohio State's offense is incredibly inconsistent, but – if if against Washington, I think they could get the run game. Another that would just I be my prediction. Ohio State is I haven't seen, and, and I wanted it to be a Mecca because of how much I hate Julian Fletcher. I think a Mecca's overrated too. They Very. haven't. They they've I mean, had no second receiver step up. No, I forgot to say. Well, that I, I was saying to my dad, dude, in the second quarter, a Mecca Buka went for a slant. Uh, there's two instances of this. He went for a slant, and Common Court threw him the ball. It was to be fair, it was straight into the ground. Uh, <laughs> but a Mecca Buka just did not run his route. Like he ran a slant and just slowed down the middle of the field and just stopped running. And it was just, they it was don't have to, a second receiver. On, on the on Washington, Jalen Polk has been that second guy. Yeah. He's been a stud all season. On the Marvin Harrison catch in the first half, or it might have been in the third quarter that went for like thirty yards on the PI by Will Johnson. Emeka Buka ran a little out route and he just stopped running as soon as he stepped over the line of scrimmage because because I mean he knows that the ball is going to Marv, but like it's a great I think point. The ball they don't should go to Marv more than it does now. Oh, and it yeah. goes. It should go there half half. No, I agree. What do you guys? When you see, when you watch an Ohio State, when you watch if Ohio State runs trips or whatever, they they do not try. Marvin Harrison's the only one that's that's. No, Amaka Buka's a criminally overrated. But yeah. what do you guys think would happen if Michigan played Washington? Uh, we'll talk about that. No, no. What? Ha- what? No. What do you? No. What do you think would happen? Thirty-one twenty, Michigan. Yeah, I think I see, think either the either the Pac-12 teams, Washington or Oregon. I think I'm a little bit more worried about than any other team because of their ability to get points on the board. But I think Michigan still managed to have over 100 yards on the ground and over 200 yards passing. See, I think I think I'm I think I think Ohio State's Ohio State was more impressive than you guys do this week, because I think and that's a lot of that is out of respect for Michigan, because of how good Michigan's like Washington does not have the offensive line of Michigan. Washington does not have the D line of Michigan, and Ohio State played a very very competitive game on the road, and I think Michigan would beat Washington handily. I think Georgia's or Oregon's going to beat them handily, and well, Ohio State's going to get one of these teams in a bowl game. Dude. No, I know, but I'm just saying in terms of the team that would be the most competitive in the playoffs, 
in the playoff, I think I th- I would pick Ohio State over Washington. Yeah, and, and I'm sure we'll we'll next week we'll probably get into some. Uh, well, actually, next week never mind. Next, we'll know next the, week's we'll know the standings. On Sunday, yeah, yeah. There, there's is. Let's talk about it right now. Then, what's the scenario that Ohio State gets in? Texas and Louis. Uh, Texas, Texas and Florida State lose. lose. Yeah. Or maybe and then, just. And then, uh, uh, yeah. Georgia wins. Yeah, Georgia has to beat Alabama. Georgia and Michigan have to win, which like. Yeah. Michigan obviously is just yeah. gonna win either way. But. No, I think if Ohio State gets in, it would be it would be good for a neutral, but they don't deserve any more publicity, and I'm not gonna take my bias away anymore. Because I've done it too much. No, that's fair. I just think that I, that's fair. I just think they're one of the four best teams. You disagree, David, right? Yeah, David final, disagrees, final. but I it's I think it's because I think this loss is more impressive. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, fourth and ten, obviously great as usual. Um. No issues towards the bottom of the list. I think. I think. Uh. Towards these last couple of weeks, the top four to six teams have been uh, where where the debates come in. Um. But yeah, let's that that's gonna wrap it up for that, and we're gonna get into our uh, our final uh, regular season slash you know championship weekend uh, pick 'em. And Carson has some news for us. Carson, uh, yeah, let, Tyler, let us know what happened this week, and then I'll I'll say the games. Tyler went six and zero, and I went five and one. We had the same picks until the game, and Tyler won the game. I would have won if uh, I picked the number one team in the country for three weeks. Yep. Yeah, you'd be in. Right. You'd be handily. That's what I'm saying. It'd place. be over. It'd be over. <laughs> yeah. So and Dave, I do, and I, I texted you guys during the game. I said if Georgia Tech win this game, dude, I'm gonna lose yeah. my mind. Yeah. And then uh, David has eclipsed 500. He is 31 and 30. So. Let's go. Let's David's go. on the way up. Let's go. Um, I think we're going to have the same picks. So we got this. Are, and then are we going to do bowl games? Like yeah. Yeah, we'll do most, like, most. all of them. We might do a lot, actually. What if we do like a lot of bowl games and I'm David cool comes back? We do like 12, comes back. 12. I know that. Yeah. What if we do that, dude? Like 12 bowl games. Um, like all of them. Like every single yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Potential. Um, yeah, so we have this, and then we'll... It might come down to a national championship pick between me and you, Carson. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's get into... Uh, let's national get into... championship pick should be worth 10. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and Heisman winner should be worth 20. Okay, now, that's it. now we can <laughs> stop. Dude, he'll get, I'll give you five for that. Yes. Because did, you did predict that. Yeah, that's fair. Thanks, man. I'll take that. And he, first of all, he hasn't won yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. He's not won. Yeah, 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 yeah just to recap, on Carson's podcast, actually. The week preseason. The first CFB, and then David picked uh, Jaden Daniels, Daniels to win Heisman, man. So Fork <laughs> Jesus. You've shouted out <laughs> every time. ASU transfers today, man. Wow. Yeah. Jaden Daniels. Shout out Ricky Pearsall. <laughs> wow. um, shout out Kenny Dillon. Shout out man. Chip Trino. Shout out Johnny Wilson. Oh, my God. Chip Trino. Johnny Wilson? <laughs> Oh, yeah. State yeah. He's from ASU. Yeah. I didn't know that. Just found that out. I didn't really? Know that. Last week. I, I did not know that. that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Maybe an all-star ASU team next year. Maybe they all come back and go to ASU. <laughs> um, let's let's get into picks though. Let's get into picks again. Carson and I are tied. David's uh, over five hundred. Big deal there. Um, let's get into the first one. And in my opinion, this is the uh, this is one of the worst games. Texas Oklahoma State. I think I I don't think this game might be uh, might not be watchable. Dude. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not excited for this game at all. Carson, Carson. First. So you're gonna pick Texas? What? You're picking Texas. Let's go, let's go, dude. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I really want to pick Oklahoma State, and I really think Oklahoma State can win this game. Like, I genuinely do believe they have a chance to win this game, and I think it'll be. I think they'll cover the spread, but I, I, I it's tied, and I can't make stupid picks, so I'm gonna go with Texas because they're just. I mean, they're clearly the better team, but I want Oklahoma State to win, and uh, I don't know because I think that'd be funny. Okay, so from so, 
Wow. Okay, so uh, first of all, Ali Gordon's one of the best players in the country. Yeah. Um, Quinn Ewers and Texas, we talked about them early in the season. If you guys tuned into the early CFB Mondays, you know that how much I dislike this team. We haven't talked about them in a long time because they haven't been worthy of talking about in a long time. Speaking of worthy, Xavier Worthy uh, for Texas. I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm the same. I'm the same as Carson. You know, I couldn't be more of an Oklahoma State fan. I couldn't be more of a Louisville fan this weekend. Uh, God, because you know State. Ohio State is the best fourth team to make the playoff. Well, I just know Michigan's playing the Pac-12 champion. Yeah. So. Uh, God, I, God, I hate Texas, dude. I do not want to pick them at all. Give me Oklahoma State. Ah. You just said it's not going to be watchable. What? Give me Oklahoma. Didn't you just say this game's not going to be more? What about that made me made you think that I? I thought you were saying Texas blowout. No. What? What about this game's not going to be watchable? It's just I don't I don't like the uh, you the don't Big like Twelve championship, dude. I don't mess, oh. I don't really like it. <laughs> I don't like I just, the Big Twelve. <laughs> I don't like the Big Twelve championship. I don't. Not, if there's another game on, I'll be watching the the ladder, dude. What a statement that is. Uh, but let's 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 go with the Oklahoma State. Uh, Ollie Gordon carries uh, Ollie Gordon better than Jonathan Brooks in this game. Wow. <laughs> well, Jonathan Brooks is I know, I know, I know, I know. That's kind of messed up. Texas is back, folks. Give me Texas. Give me Texas. Okay, Sam Ellinger. By a lot of points, give me Texas. Oh, hey, Sam And now the stakes for me in this game just went through the roof, dude. I love picking games that, uh, that I have the solo pick, especially after this weekend, man. That's a great quote. I don't like the oh, Big like 12 championship. championship. Dude, I'm just saying if there's another game. <laughs> I'm not like, since it's been a thing for like two like years. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying, dude. If there's an, I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> Louisville FSU next game up. Uh, Carson. Louisville, because I'm going to be rooting so hard for FSU. That I I can't like have any, Wait, I can't have Wait, what? or I'm so rooting hard against FSU yeah. that I can't have any like stakes in them. It has to be I'm gonna be all in on Louisville. <laughs> I'm not gonna be well if, if Florida State wins at least my pickums there. Nope, FSU or FSU sucks this week. Everything against FSU this week. Um yeah, I'm gonna pick Louisville as well. Uh, sorry Carson, I'm making you write Louisville again, man. I watched how much of a struggle that was. <laughs> Dude, you really did not have to point that out. <laughs> And Carson's writing up, dude. I like that. Oh, you're doing it because this. Oh, I like that. Uh, give me Louisville too. We're, we're all Louisville fans this weekend, man. Why are you guys staring at me writing it, bro? I, 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 it's, I was two for three. That's a good percentage. All right. So yeah. Oh yeah. Just to just to throw this out, there we're only doing five games this week. Five championship games. Um. The next game we're gonna get into is Iowa, Michigan. Uh, I want I want to do that last just to piss you guys off, but I, I can't I can't. It's not even close to the best. Probably should have done it first. Yeah. yeah. Carson, Michigan. Michigan. I'm gonna. This is a tough one for me, but I am gonna lean Michigan here. Really? Um, except I was lying that it's tough. Uh, Michigan's gonna destroy them. This one actually like might be unwatchable for the reason that you thought he meant. Dude, I hope it's. Like, I might just turn I, it dude, on. when I was saying that, I was like, I know they're gonna say the Big Ten championships unwatchable. I might just turn it on and be like, oh, it's all right. wow. I slept for the first four minutes of this game and it's twenty-one nothing, and then I just turn it off. Yeah, how yeah. But uh, I think it's gonna be exactly like Penn State, Iowa, um, thirty-one nothing, right, David? Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be something like that. I think you know, in the thirties to like three, I think Iowa score. Um, my dad somewhat some somehow thinks that they're gonna get ten points. Uh, Iowa. Yeah. I, I mean, like offensive points or just points? <laughs> no, just points. Maybe 
points. Like, no, dude. No. But uh, there's there's higher odds in this game. I'm not kidding. There's higher odds in this game. That they Iowa's defense scores a touchdown, touchdown than offense. offense. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, give give me Michigan. Uh, simple. Um, next next game up, uh, Georgia Alabama. Um, I'm gonna go with Georgia again. I don't think I that that it was a fun game, but Alabama that was a rough showing this past week, and it kind of just shows where they stand, in my opinion. For me, here's what's oh my gosh, here's what's scaring me, right? Here's what's scaring me. You look at Alabama this year. You look at Alabama in 2021. 2021, Alabama lost to Texas A&M, and then had a close, struggling win against Auburn in the last week of the season. And then destroy Georgia in the SEC championship. Can we point out that Georgia was playing had nothing to play for in that SEC championship in that year? No, no, I, they do have more to play for now. In right. that but, year, they were no, in no matter what. This I, year, they're out if they lose. That's true, and I'm, I am going to pick Georgia. But it's interesting to it's interesting to think about that. It's interesting to think about how 2021 went, and obviously they beat Alabama in the national championship. So no one really thinks about this game or that game. But yeah, so I'm going to go with Georgia, but I think it's going to be close. I don't think it should be close, but I think it Oh, my gosh. You're not going to do it again, dude. Dude, and I'm smiling because I think I might lose all credibility, man. And you guys can back me up. You're going to do I'm going to pick Georgia. Oh, I'm going to pick Georgia. Dude. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. So you're going to pick Joe Milton over him, <laughs> over Georgia. The guy you hate more than anybody. No, no. And I then your guy. I picked Jay Dart. I picked Jay Dart over him, dude. Don't forget about Well, I know, but then your guy. And Brady. Your guy, Jalen Milrow, that's when you go against. When also, it's let's not forget, this is the first time all season when it's your guy Jalen Milrow you pick against them but when it's Joe Milton you pick Tennessee I said I'll lose all credibility your credibility's gone Jalen Milrow this is why this guy. is why I didn't pick against Tennessee against Georgia I thought this was gonna happen dude but uh so here's a here's an interesting fact for anyone uh, keeping track out there this is the first time Tyler has picked Georgia to beat a ranked team this season yeah. Georgia is the Georgia Bulldogs, like Georgia the team with Kirby Smart coaching, by an average of twenty-eight points a game this year. Yeah, they that's why I'm losing all credibility. If you were gonna do it once, it should be against your guy Milrow. I know. Oh, that's so. Oh my His God. least favorite player, he picks them. They lose by twenty-eight, and that just everything's off now. I had to. The thing is, at I, this point, I, I had like, to, dude. I'm trying to get that dinner, man. With how the with how this already went out. Tyler, the problem is, dude, if you were trying to get the dinner, you wouldn't pick Tennessee over Georgia. The problem is, dude, like whatever you picked there, you were going to get made fun of for it. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, that's that, what, yeah, that was your yeah, problem. A, yeah. like you set such a bad precedent that like you could Yeah, but you picked the worst option. <laughs> Uh, like the respect. Uh, oh yeah, you guys wouldn't have made fun of me for picking Alabama. No. The respect, I would have made funny, but the respect is there for sticking the respect, with it. Yeah, but now the respect is coming out the no, window. Made fun of with no respect. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, give me Georgia, man. All right, at least. All right, so moving into probably what is the best, best and probably meaning the most, I think. Um, of these games, last of the weekend, Oregon, Washington. Carson will be in attendance. I will be in attendance. Shout out Carson. Uh, Vegas, little trip to Vegas. Carson. First Great time trip. in Vegas or what? Oh no, no, no? but first time to Allegiant Stadium though. Gonna, so that's exciting. You're gonna leave Vegas with the same amount of money as you had when you got there. Man. That's the whole. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <No> comments. Or- <laughs> Oregon, Washington, Pac-12 championship. Pac-12 has been one of the best conferences all year, uh, but we knew this was gonna be the game. And uh, Carson, let's go. I'm going to take the Ducks, quack, quack, but Washington covering a nine and a half point spread. Um, 
That spread's got to go down. Like I said, Penix, I think, is going to play really well. I think they're going to score a lot of points, and I think that Oregon's going to convert in short yardage, unlike they did against Washington last time. But, again, I think it's going to be a really close, really exciting, really fun game. Um, I'm expecting great offense from both sides. Um, Yeah, I'll go Oregon. You gonna stick with you this? Wa- well, you gonna stick, yeah, you gonna stick with this Washington agenda? Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go Oregon. I'm gonna go Oregon close, close again. Uh, I think Washington's really good, but I think Oregon's also really good. Um, I think uh, this is the same reason I picked Oregon. Um, the first time is I think uh, the physicality in the secondary is gonna be a big thing. They didn't really utilize that uh, much in the first game against Washington. There wasn't much press coverage. I think they're gonna have a lot more of that. I think it's going to disrupt timing between Penix and his receivers, and I think that's going to be the difference in this one. I just want to see this for a second. Yeah. Carson, same picks again. Oh. That's kind of nice. why. Like, that's like most of the reason I wanted to pick Washington, but couldn't do it. Go I just got a sense of me going on Instagram Saturday night. This is this is what I see. Okay. Just straight Washington beat Oregon for the second time this year. Wow. I just got a complete viz vision. Of that happening, give me Washington, dude. I thought I thought Oregon was gonna kill them all week, but for the last two weeks, Washington have proven that they can win a big game. And uh, wow. just give give me Washington. Our picks are too similar, like David said. Even though I did pick Oklahoma State, that might be. Oh, welcome, welcome well, to <laughs> well, as, as we. Get, I just realized here we, every week it's an accidental segment. Oh man. <laughs> Tyler Petty's dumb pick of the <laughs> dumb pick of the week uh, was not Alabama. It, it was, was Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State, and I'm just looking at this right now, and it just does not look right. I don't know why <laughs> why I picked that, but uh, give what me Washington. Your, did you have a dumb pick last week? Uh, did I? No, you no, went six and zero. Oh yeah, I went six and zero. Nice, dude. Bye week and dumb picks. This week not. Um, <laughs> bye week. <laughs> Call it a bye week. <laughs> Um, no, give me, give me Washington, dude. I, just, I don't know why. I was going to pick Oregon all day, and then I just, I don't know. I switched up. I switched up. Um, I think this is going to be an awesome game. You're going to have a great time, Carson. Like, yes, it's going to be great. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for uh, for one of the best episodes. Again, we've gone three straight weeks of uh, great episodes here on CFB Mondays. Uh, tune into last night's, this show first, about the NFL with us three. That was a great episode. It was. Well, good, bad, ugly. Um, and then tune in tomorrow and uh, NBA pod this week, David, or what? Yeah, yeah, there'll be NBA pod this Wednesday. Took a brief hiatus. Okay, so Tuesday, CFB, CBB, sorry, me and David tomorrow. And then Wednesday, David Young, uh, NBA podcast. We'll be back next week on CFB Mondays after Selection Sunday. Another great episode there. Um, Thanks for tuning into this one, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.